Today is Friday of the seventh week of Easter. Our readings today are taken from first reading, Acts chapter 25, verses 13 to 21. The gospel reading is from John chapter 21, verses 15 to 19. My brothers and sisters, today's readings are about resolving for us Christ resolving for his disciples through Peter the issues about faith. Without faith, we cannot understand God. No amount of our human reasoning can give us a perfect knowledge of God. For God is a mystery. He alone knows himself. And hence, faith in Christ has no duplicate, for it is only the Son of God that knows God completely. And the glue of faith in our lives is the Holy Spirit, whom Christ promised his disciples he will send to us that we may understand what he had taught us. In today's gospel, which is after the resurrection, for yesterday completes the prayer of Christ before he entered into his suffering and death and the resurrection. Today's gospel is how Christ started his repair of the effect of their trauma from his death awaiting the resurrection. So after the resurrection, Jesus appeared to his disciples to now complete his teaching. Thus, the faith we have is not faith in a ghost, but is faith in the person of Christ who is the sacrifice through his death and also the Savior through his resurrection. So that when we believe in the resurrection, we have a complete faith in Christ, the incarnate Son of God who came to live among us in the flesh taught us through his suffering, through his words, through his death, but death could not end his life. And then he rose from the dead. Now his teaching becomes complete, but we can only understand this, his teaching by faith. And then he promised then the Holy Spirit that we be our consolation in our faith. The Holy Spirit is the seal of Christ in us. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot imagine or understand our being baptized in Christ. That is why baptism is in the name of the Father, God the Creator, and of the Son, 
God our Savior, and of the Holy Spirit, who is God uniting us in him. Jesus was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, overshadowing his mother Mary, a human being like us, even though by the will of God and the plan of God, she was immaculately conceived, a clean vessel for Christ. Because of the Holy Spirit in the life of Mary, she believed totally. So her yes was complete. Out of the gospel reading of today, the action of Jesus with Peter, Jesus dealt with pride in the life of Peter, whom he has chosen to be the head of his body, the church. He asked him, after his resurrection, after several times bringing him back to in line, he now asked him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? His answer was, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Jesus' knowledge was different from the knowledge of Peter. But he told him, feed my lambs. For a second time, he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simple question. Peter answered again, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Yes, I know. But what do you know? He said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? The same question. Peter was distressed. That broke his pride, his arrogance, his ability to boast and encourage the submission of his mind to Jesus. He said to him, he now answered, Lord, you know everything. In this we know, we understand that Peter now recalled the answer he gave that I will never leave you. And Jesus had told him before the cock crows, you will deny me three times and it happened. So now Peter said, you know everything. I now acknowledge that I do not know everything. I don't even know myself, my ability. You know that I love you. You know that I'm doing my best, but you know me better than I know myself. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. For Christ is our shepherd. Be a shepherd in my name. And then told him, the greatest challenge you are going to have in the future is that a time will come when they will dress you up and take you where you do not want to go, indicating the kind of death that he was going to die. And in Quo Vadis, Peter again, during the persecution, was running away for safety, imagining that as long as he, Peter, was alive, there's hope. The Christians will have hope that 
they will not be conquered. Similar to as long as the crown, the emperor lives, the empire stands. And in Covadis, Jesus had to help Peter out. For Peter has said, you know everything. And when he said to, when he saw Jesus carrying the cross, of course, out of the heat of the persecution, one can say he was hallucinating. Yes, but something useful and real came to his mind. He imagined he saw Jesus carrying the cross to to Rome, where he was running from. And he says, Covadis Domine, where are you going? And he said, this time I'm going to Rome to be crucified a second time. This was how Peter now was able to accept the kind of death with which he would glorify God. Without faith, there can be no obedience. There can be no clear and perfect hearing. This is the faith that moved St. Paul and inspired him to resist the persecution of his own people. And he professed his faith. It is the, my faith in the resurrection that I'm being tried for. And the people who were trying him realized that they were not of one mind. Out of their division, Paul's life was in danger of being mobbed. And so the Roman consul, Festus, had to rescue him. And he asked Paul, would you want to be taken to Jerusalem? He said, no, I reserve my judgment to Caesar. For I am a Roman citizen. And the Lord had this Holy Spirit who had now come on the minds of the disciples now assured him in the name of Christ just as you bore witness for me in Jerusalem you will do that in Rome. Without faith, there is no wisdom. Our wisdom cannot be activated. It was the faith of Paul that made him hear the Spirit telling him to appeal to Rome. In every aspect of our life, we have to rely on Christ. True faith on our own we cannot withstand the cunning of the devil to derail us in our faith. Let us pray for the church to be steadfast in faith and therefore understand that the church is the body of Christ, that without the head, the body can never perform what is perfect. The church cannot withstand the onslaught of the world unless it's perfectly united and dependent on her head, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior.